I said, stand on your feet and give God praise. C-sharp. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. And if I believe that, oh, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. Oh, tell me who can play on tea? stand be before us. Oh, when we call on that great name, oh, Jesus, there's power in the name, Jesus. Oh, we have the victory. Oh, in the name of Jesus. I'm setting the atmosphere for where I'm going. In the name of Jesus, I have the victory. Make it personal. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That old devil, he has to flee. Like you have the victory. Go. You may be seated. Actually, stand up, stand still while you're standing. Can we clap our hands for this great pastor? That will come on, clap your hands for this great man of God. Amen. God bless you. And can we clap our hands for our babies? Come on, they could be in the streets. Our babies are dying left and right, but I said, give God praise that He kept my babies another day. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I bring you greetings from the New St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church with Bishop David Thomas Sr. is my pastor. Amen. It's good to be amongst the living while I am living. We're living in a time now where people are dying here left and right. People are getting killed. But I said it's good to be amongst the living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thank the Lord this morning that my baby came out. My mama is here. Now, could you stand, please? My mama came to support me. Man, that's, that's, that's it. That's it for me. If I ain't got no money, I got me a diamond. That's it. Amen. All right. My uncle came out, Elder Virgil Walker. Amen. Thank you. Bless you. My best friend, Yehoshua, came out. It's Josh May almost made me cry. I'd, I'd, I'd never heard anybody read an introduction for me like that before. And, thank you. <laughs> took me somewhere. I'm a very busy man, and y'all look like y'all busy people too, so this ain't going to take long. If you have your Bibles... Turn to Psalm 127 and 3. We're going to acknowledge your scriptural text. We're going to get out the way. If you got it, say amen. If not, say hold on a minute. We'll wait for you. We'll wait for you. We'll wait for you. Let's go. Let's go. Psalms 127, 127th division. We there? Yes. All right. And it reads as such, 
I'm reading from the King James Version. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, eat of the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in, the, are in the hand of the mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that have his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Look at the person standing next to you and say, connected to the blessing. Uh, turn to that, 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 that wasn't the right name. Turn to your other neighbor and say, connected to the blessing. Clap your hands and give God praise. You may take your seats. We're living in a day and age now where everybody wants to be connected to something. Some, some, something with some substance, something with some importance, something with meaning. Hey Amen. Our babies want to be on good basketball teams, football team. They don't want to be connected to no team that's sorry. Amen. We want to be connected to something that's of value. So the text says in, in the first chapter, except the Lord build the house, your labor is in vain. I come to tell you this morning that our babies need the real Jesus and the, the same Jesus that the adults experience to build their house as well. Preach best time. I'm already preaching. Um, um, our baby's salvation is just as important as, 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 our, as our adults. And we must understand that we've got to make Jesus. Jesus, the forefront of their ministry as well. It's 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 okay. It's okay for it's okay for to take the kids to laser tagging, but we got to get them back in the Bible. It's okay to take them to youth retreat, and it's okay to take them to King's Island, but we got to get them in prayer meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was tight, but it's right. Yeah, it's old school, but it kept us here. It, it sustained us. It, it took us. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I get comfortable and preach it like I feel it? Uh, we got to understand that, that, that Jesus is just not talking to adults, but the same Jesus that builds your house and your house is the same Jesus that builds their house. So we skip down to the third verse, which is, which is your text, your scriptural text. And it's dealing with children being the heritage. As I read my Bible, I got a Schofield study Bible my grandmama gave me. It's a real good Bible. It took me to Genesis. The, 33, the 33rd division in the fifth verse. And as I was studying, it, it was about Jacob and Esau. And 11 or 12 followed Jacob, the eldest of them, uh, of them not 14 years old. Jacob, Esau... Jacob said to Esau, um, said Esau, Jacob said to him in the counter. There we go. There we go. There we go. Technology get us crazy sometimes. Okay. Who are these, saith Esau? Jacob has sent him an account of the increase of his estate, but made no mention of his children. Perhaps because he would not expose them as his rage if he should meet as an enemy. Esau therefore had reason to ask him, are those with thee? To which Jacob returns a serious answer. They are the children of the God. They are children which God hath graciously given thy servant. Jacob speaks of his children. The first point that I got from that is as God, as God's gifts, they are a heritage of the Lord. A choice gift he hath graciously given them. Through they were many 
and but slenderly provided. Yes, he accounts them great blessings. The connection with your children is the heritage that they are the heritage and the fruit of your reward, the text says. Your reward is the blessing. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Our, our, our babies are the blessing. And since they are the blessing, it's important that we steer them in the right direction. Mm -hmm. You cannot connect your babies with every, each and everybody and everything. We're living in a world now where it's so easy for our kids to be influenced and, and to, be, to, be, to be tempted to do certain things because they have not had a solid foundation in the word of God. But it's very imperative that we that we get their foundation back in the word of God whether you believe it or not our babies fight with the real devil and the same devil that you fight with you missed your shout I said the same devil that fights grandmama grandpa uncle auntie mama daddy cousin is the same devil that's fighting our children and for so long we've acted like oh they just a child they don't go through anything oh they a child they don't never experience anything but our babies are fighting the same devil we fighting I get sick and tired of losing our babies to the streets. I'm sick and tired of losing our babies to innocent killings that have nothing to do with them. The same devil that's fighting us is the same devil that's against our babies. And the church has got to rise up and understand that if we don't point them back in the direction of Jesus, there's nothing we can do about it. I don't care how contemporary we get, how many songs we get, we've got to steer them back to the cross of Calvary. Bring them, we got to bring them to prayer meeting. We got to bring them to Bible study. We got to bring them to Sunday school. We got to bring them to service. Yeah, it's boring, but it kept you. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be here, but it'll keep you out of some trouble that you don't need to be here. <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> the same devil that fights them, I said the same devil that fights you fights them. The same devil that y'all think wears a, a, a pitchfork or is in all red is not the same devil that they have. Because the enemy shows up and shows himself through any form. He comes in through the form of television. He comes in through the form of these little parties. We let our kids go anywhere. Ain't no, ain't no accountability. Mama ain't asking who there. Who there. It seemed like when I was growing up, my mama didn't let me go everywhere. I'm a young man, but I'm a old man too. Well, I need who their mama, who their pastor, what's the social security card, what time it start, what time it end, how you getting there, how you getting back, what's the purpose of the party, why are you going, when are you leaving, when are you coming home? Yes, yeah, old school, but it kept me out of trouble. Yes, yeah, old school, but it kept me out of jail. Yes, yeah, old school, but it kept me out of a casket. Let me go ahead and preach it while I'm already preaching it. We got to understand that the same devil that's fighting our babies is fighting, is fighting us. And he shows up through cartoons. He shows up at the daycare. He shows up through people. So we must, we must understand that the same devil is able to reach them. The same devil that's evil, that's wait, that, that is waiting and setting up a plot for you has already set a plot for them. But look at your neighbor and say the devil is a liar. I said, say it with conviction and like you got some power. The devil is a liar. If God be for us, who can be against us? I'm tired of letting the devil win every time. The kingdom suffereth violence, but the violent take it by force. I'm taking back our babies. I'm taking back this generation. You will not kill our babies. 
babies. You will not kill our seed in Jesus' name. Clap your hands and give God praise if you believe it. We got to make ourselves relatable and approachable. Amen. Normally when I get up here and preach, I'm in a hot row. But God said the reason why it's so easy for our babies to connect with things that don't have to do with me because it's approachable. It's interesting. We got to come out of ourselves and do what God is asking us to do. I'm sick and tired of seeing, of seeing so many churches full of themselves that they can't see the babies, can't see Jesus. The reason why they can't connect is that because they can't see a real Jesus and mama and daddy. Yeah, you come to church, you pay your tithes, yeah, you, you live one way in church, but when you get home, you're not setting no example. And let me put a plug right here since I'm already preaching. Youth ministry is not daycare. Preach bester. <laughs> I might not be invited back after this one, but let me go ahead and walk the territory. Youth ministry is not daycare. You send your bad kids to youth ministry as if we're supposed to impart the word into them and give them all the foundation that they need. No, baby, it starts at home. If they ain't getting the word at home, if they ain't living consecrated at home, what good is it if you come up here and I'm telling them one thing and you let them run out in the street and live all kind of what the devil is a liar. Youth ministry is supposed to affect change. Youth ministry is supposed to affect lives. I get sick and tired of parents bringing their kids to me. Oh, elder, elder, well, well, he's not doing good in school and I don't understand. Is there any way you can talk? No, I can't. Your bad child comes to church every week. He sits on his phone. He plays. He doesn't read the Bible. He comes to the youth meetings. He's the most disruptive. No, I'm not going to waste sleep. No, I'm not coming to 2020 to see your bad child. Maybe if you would have been praying for them like I instructed you. And maybe if you would have got them in the local Bible study or brought them out on Wednesday, we wouldn't be having this issue. So God be with you. May the God be with you till we meet again. I'm sick and tired of people bringing their kids to church like it's a daycare. No church is so that you can get equipped to help somebody else. And our babies need the same Jesus that we need. Look at somebody and say, we got the victory. We got the victory. Yeah, 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 yeah. First Peter, the second division, the, lets us to know that they are royal priesthood, a chosen generation, but yet we act like they don't matter, yet we act like the kids are not important. I come to tell you that the youth ministry and the children ministry is not the church of the tomorrow, but the youth ministry is the church of now. Youth, I'm going to say it again. Youth ministry and children's ministry is the church of now. We cannot wait till they turn 15 and 16 to start training them to usher. We cannot wait till they're 17 and 18 to train them as ministers. We cannot wait till they're 19 and 20 to train them as trustees. The devil is a liar. David was appointed king way before he took the seat. The grace of God is already on them. Start acting like they're ministers. Start treating them like they're ushers. Start treating them like they're deacons. Because if we don't, we're going to lose them. Yeah. 
We're living in a world now where everything is accepted. Everything is okay. It's okay to live in sin and come to church. Why? You know why they see that? Because they've seen that pattern at home. It's okay to go and live any old kind of way and come in on Sunday morning and act like you got it all together. The only way that our babies are going to connect with us is if we keep it real. Yes, I was a weed head, but God delivered me. Yes, I was a heartmonger, but God snatched me out. Yes, I was in sin, but God changed it. Yes, I was a wretch under, but he died on the cross for a wretch as I. And until we begin to talk to them like that, we're not going to see change. We got to reach them where we are. Yeah, baby. Yeah, you in sin. And yeah, everything's not okay. But let me tell you, God loves you just the way you are. But I promise you now, if you keep serving it, if you keep trusting it, if you stay steadfast, God is able to deliver them. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think connected to the blessing. And I don't care how, how contemporary we get or how much we move away from it. Holiness is still right. Testing one, two, three. I figured I wouldn't go have a church. Holiness is still right. The Bible says holiness without. No man still shall see God. Let me bust your bubble. Holiness is not a denomination. It's not a long skirt. It's not how many tongues you can speak in. It's not how quick you can dance, hunt, buck, and shout. But it's your lifestyle. I said, it's not your dress. It's not how many times you pay. It's not how many boards you serve on. Not how many auxiliaries. Not how much offering you give. But it is your lifestyle. You can't tell me you walking in holiness and you cussing me out Monday morning. You can't tell me you walking in holiness and you can't speak to me. You can't tell me you walking in holiness and you can't be so common that you can't give me a hello. We created so much division in the church is sick. We can't even stand together. You got one person telling you it's okay for you to live any old kind of way and come to Christ. No, it isn't. It's okay for you. It's okay for you to live on any old kind of way and you say that you a saint and you say that you serve in God. No, it isn't. The same way that you are in church is the same way that you are to be in the world. Be a light. Be an example. That's why our babies are having so much, heart, so much hardship and so much issues with connecting everything together because there's no consistency. Your mom and daddy, the first one to drink at the party. Or your, your mom and daddy, the first one to pull out the alcohol. Or the first one to pull out the drug. Uh, what? Your mom is the first one to tell you, yeah, you can go to that party when you know what's going on ain't got nothing to do with God. I'm not saying smoking weed or, or, or alcohol is going to send you to hell, but it is going to affect your witness. How are you going to tell somebody, follow me to church, and you're the first one starting the party in the club? How are you going to tell somebody, follow me to church, but you, are, you can't even be a light on your job? How are you going to tell somebody, follow me to my church? Hey, come to my church. We got children day Sunday. Come to my church. We got children day. But you're the first one in the office. Don't speak to nobody. You're the first one in the office. Can't talk to nobody. You're the first one in the office causing so much discord. And God is saying, I'm ready for a church that will stand up and show the young people for God I live and for God I die. Take a stand for something. 
Stand for holiness. Stand for righteousness. And whatever God decided to do something crazy, he always used a child. Uh, 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 David, I'm reminded of the story of David and Goliath. Uh, when David went to battle with Goliath, he was just but a young lad. But David understood that if I would connect with something far greater than what I have, I can slay this giant. Yes, I can slay this giant. And whatever the giant is in your life, I come to tell you this morning, connect to a greater source, which he is in Jesus. Connect to a greater source. See, our babies think that they say because they're connected to something like this. Everybody knows what a multi-strip is. When you plug it in, you get six, five or six extra outlets. So our babies are living in a generation where they think because grandmama has plugged into the source, <laughs> if I plug into here, I'm saved. No, 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 no. <laughs> Daddy's connected to the source. So if I connect to daddy, I'm, no, 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 no. Youth leader, youth leader, children leader is connected to the source. Of, no, 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 no. No man coming to the father but by me. Salvation is critical even for our babies. And I'm sick and tired of preaching. Let me preach to the wall because I ain't going to get nothing on there. I'm sick and tired of preaching. I ain't talking about Venice because I know he's standing with what's right. I'm sick and tired of seeing preachers preach people into heaven when they know they're rotten in hell. You can't tell me, you can't tell me somebody that's living a, living an unadulterated, living an adulterated life, smoking all they want to, doing what they want to do, not being accountable to God, is going to happen. <sighs> Look at your neighbor and say, somebody's going to hell, and it ain't going to be me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at your other neighbor say, somebody's going to hell, and it ain't going to be me. I come to tell you this morning, there is a real heaven, and there is a real hell. The problem is, some of you don't think, some of you think because you come to church every Sunday, because you sit on the choir, you sit on the choir, you sit on the deacon board, you sit on the usher board, that you're going to inherit heaven. No, there'll be preachers in hell, there'll be pastors in hell, there'll be musicians in hell, there's ushers going to hell, deacons going to hell, children going to hell. We got some babies that are going to hell, believe it or not. I grew up in an era where hell was considered real. I didn't want to go to hell. And anytime, see, I was a church baby. I, I was the baby that was playing the drums at three, playing the organ by eight, preaching at five, you know. So I was one of the babies. When I got in trouble, I didn't always get whoopings. I would, I would always get told, okay, if you keep cutting up, you're going to hell. <laughs> You keep cutting up, God gonna get you. You going straight to hell? No, you gonna burn. You gonna burn. You gonna burn. God, my parents were cruel, but it kept me. <laughs> we're living in a time now where children ain't even got no reverence for the house of God. I said we're living in an era where children have no reverence for God. This is the house of God. He said, the, the, the Bible says in 1 Peter, I just told you, you're a royal priesthood. What you coming in here with your hands folded for like God owe you something? You owe God your best praise even at a baby. You owe God your best praise even as a toddler. 
But because we don't talk about it, because we don't stand for it, they're not going to get it. But I come to tell you, instill Jesus in your babies and watch what will happen. Instill Jesus in your babies and watch the change that will happen. I'm reminded of two more people, and I'm about to get out your way, that connected to a source that was far greater than what they had. You all know the story of the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says she suffered for 12 young years, and when she touched Jesus, he said, who touched me? Now, the disciples at this time were in a rush. The Bible says there were a lot of, there was a big old crowd. It was a lot of, I'm paraphrasing, it was a lot of people around. And so he said, who touched me? How could Jesus say that in the midst of a stormy crowd? Well, let me tell you, virtue deposited into her. And he said, thou faith has made you whole. Have I got anybody that was instilling your babies that if you will connect with a source that's greater than you, you'll see scholarships, you'll see honor rolls, you'll see better behavior, you'll see a change, you'll see a change in heart, a change in mind, and a change in the walk, and a change in the talk. The same Jesus that changed mom and daddy is the same Jesus that will change our children. God is no respect to person. So the same Jesus that abides in grandma and grandpa babies is the same Jesus that abides in you. And I'm reminded of the last story and then I got to get home. I'm reminded of the three Hebrew boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were faced with a great opposition. Will, will you bow to this graven image? And I hate to say it, but let me teach on idolatry since I parked right there. Idolatry is anything that comes before the mind of God. Idolatry is not just a great an image, but anything that takes the place of God. Preach, Pastor. I'm already preaching. Okay, so your kid plays his PlayStation all day rather than read the Word. Your kid sit at home, eat snacks, watch TV instead of getting the Word or pray. Your kid sit at home, put school, sports, and activity over Jesus. And some of you think that because they're not in the streets and because they're active in the community that they will inherit heaven. No, 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 no. Look at your name and say, no, no, no. No, no, no. Look at your name and say, no, no, no. Accept, accept your babies. Develop a relationship with God. It is impossible for them to inherit the kingdom. And I know we don't like this type of preaching. And I know we like the kind of preaching that tells you you can make it and money cometh to thee and you're going to be prosperous. But I'm telling you, there's some prosperous people that are going right to hell for the sake of the church. And I just refuse to be one of those preachers that's going to tell you because you're doing good deeds, you're going to inherit good, you're going to inherit the kingdom of God. I know great people, rich people that are going to hell. The question is, where your baby go? So I get back to the story of the three Hebrew boys and they and King Nebuchadnezzar made a decree and he said, he says to them, the sound of the music you're to bow to this graven image but because their parents yeah 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 I feel my right because their parents instilled in them a solid foundation they were able to prosper and they were able to come out but I like I like the attitude that they took when they said even even if he doesn't bring me out he still can't I just stopped by New 
new mission uh, to ask a few people, uh, is there a few babies uh, that believe if he doesn't bring me out, uh, if I don't get another place, uh, if I never get another Xbox, God, I bless you for what you're doing. Uh, God, if you never bring me out what I'm facing, I bless you for where you're bringing me. Uh, God, if I never get uh, another sports activity, I thank you for why I've come. Uh, but not only that, I thank you uh, for where I'm going. Uh, so the story, the story, the story, uh, the story goes on. Uh, and they blow the trumpet again. And the boy said, I will not bow. Obviously, they had to have some type of foundation. For God, I live. For God, I die. I'm standing for Christ and Christ only. Have I got a witness in here? They say, come here on the hot water. I'm going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. No weapon formed against our babies shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rise up against her shall not get off. But I'm reminded... I'm reminded of the last story, the last person that I connected with personally. It was the greatest connection that I ever made. It was to a man that came down 42 generations. It was a man from Galilee. He died as me, and he died for me. Have I got a witness in the house? That's not how it all ends. But sometimes when I think of the cross of Calvary I got to take it personal he died for the sin that my daddy was in he died for the sin that my mama might have been in he died for the sin that my grandmama faced but he died for a wretch such as I and I come to tell you even though your children God died just for you you, you, you and you and I come to tell you because he died we live and because he rose we'll live again I come to tell you this morning that because he died and rose he blessed us with all blessings and if you obey the man that rose for a sinner like you, you will you will be blessed with all blessings. The scripture says and it came to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day the Lord God will set thee high above the nations and all these blessings shall come and overtake thee blessed shall you be in the city, blessed shall you be in the field blessed shall the fruit of the body and the fruit of thy ground the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind and the flock of thy sheep, blessed shall the basket and thy star blessed shall thy be when thou cometh in and blessed shall I be when thou goest out the Lord shall cause thine enemies to rise up against thee thou preparest a table in the presence of my enemy surely the Lord is able I come to tell you if you will connect with Jesus just as a baby he'll bring you out bring you out and place your feet on solid ground the same Jesus that lives in me is the same Jesus that lives in our babies. And I come 
under assignment of the Holy Ghost to tell somebody you can make it. Get in God. Get in your word. Increase your prayer life. I come to tell you, blessed shall you be when you connect with a source far greater than you. One Friday he, he died as me. He died for me. But that's not how the story, story is. Three days later, he rose again with all power in his hand. Have I got a witness in the house? That's saying, I'm going to connect with a greater source that's higher than I. I'm going to connect to the source for myself. I'm going to connect to something far better than what I have. His name is Jesus. His name is wonderful. His name is righteous. His name is holy. His name is omnipotent. His name. Oh, his name is far greater than any other name that I'm so that I've encountered and I'm so glad so so glad that he lives in me when the Jesus in me loves the Jesus in you it's so easy easy to love salvation doesn't cost you anything but to live right but to live holy but to live sanctified to live set apart I come to tell the children of new mission that we're reversing the curse and we're taking you back we're taking back our babies we're taking back the authority that the enemy thought he had our babies will not die to innocent killing our babies will not compromise the standard of God for the sake of the world our babies will not lose their mind for the sake of being cool our babies shall live right our babies shall get scholarships our babies shall be the head of the child our babies shall be fortune 5 100 business owners our babies shall be the lender and not the borrower our babies will not be jailbirds our babies will not be killed innocently for no reason I come to tell the church that our babies have got to connect with the same source that you're connected with. I come this morning to serve the devil notice and to tell him he's a bald-headed, snagged too, no power, having a liar. The Bible said, Jesus said, I took the keys to hell, death and the grave, and I talked to them, and I, if I be lifted, I'll draw all me unto me. I'll draw the babies. I'll draw the kids. I'll draw toddlers. I'll draw the teenagers. I'll draw the college kids. I'll draw them unto me. The question is, will you get them right to the source? They won't inherit the kingdom of God through their parents, through their mamas, through their daddies. But let your light shine so that men don't see you but Christ the God that lives on the inside of you you're a blessing you're a blessing you're a blessing you are the fruit of the womb you are blessed with all blessing clap your hands and give God praise
if I may, may I have all the you people, the, all the children to the altar? Should I have all the kids to the altar? We're going to seal this in the blood of Jesus. All the children ministry. Stay right there. Ain't no hocus pocus. Ain't nothing crazy about to happen. But I'm going to decree the blessing over your seed. So the trap that the enemy thought he had. I said the trap that's been planted by the enemy. Y'all should have went to praising God right there. I said the trap that the enemy thought he had. We coming against in the name of Jesus. If you have kids up here, I want you to extend your hands. They can stand right there. That's fine. Every head bow. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come under the authority of Jesus. And I sanctify these children now. I plead the blood over these babies. In the name of Jesus, they will not die to violence. They will not die to drugs. They will not compromise their stand of the cross. They will not compromise your name for the sake of peer pressure. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you cover them this summer, God. No weapon formed against them shall be able to prosper. Father, I thank you now that you've set it apart in heaven to make them all blessings. Come on, I need you to pray out there. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray now that as they go throughout the summer, God, that you will begin to meet with them, God, that you will begin to intervene in their lives, God, even as a baby, God, even as toddlers, God. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will protect them at daycare. I pray in Jesus' name that you will watch them at the park. Oh, come on, y'all. They're dying at the park. They're dying in the streets. They're dying at daycare. But we plead the blood of Jesus over every baby, over every teenager, over every college student. And it is so. We're taking it back by force. Now, God, we praise you that it's already done. God, we bless you that it's already done. In Jesus' name, clap your hands and give him praise. Stay there, stay there, stay there. I need all the kids to stay at the altar. I'm just about done. Let me raise a question. If you all were to die right now, see, we, we, we ain't having church like this no more, but this is how I, I, I stayed here. This is how I was sustained in church. If you all were to die right now, who's going to heaven? By a show of hands, raise your hands. Uh-huh. Who's going to heaven if you were to die right now? Everybody going to heaven. I knew there was preaching some truth up in here. Thank you, Jesus.